Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast is what was supposed to be a very quick podcast. Well, a podcast that almost didn't happen because, hey, I didn't have a lot to talk about. An hour and a half later, I was like, I should probably stop talking now because I can't imagine anybody's listening to it anymore. So strap yourselves in because there's everything. There's stuff from the week. There's games, movies, TV. There's everything. I had to cut some of it short because there was actually too much in the end. Before we start, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop in a review you want to drop. Share the podcast around. Give it to your friends. Be like, hey, this guy never shuts up. Do you, do you want to listen to it? Say that. Say that. Just like that. Anyway, I'll shut up and let you get on with the podcast. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hello. How you doing? All right. Ooh. So, how's your week been? Good week? Bad week? A week? It's been a week since uh, since I last sat here. Very strange. There was a point a couple of days ago where I was like, I might not even do a podcast this week because I've got nothing to talk about. But then I knew... And you had stuff coming up, and I knew that the stuff I had coming up was potentially going to generate content. So I kind of, I was a bit like, I'll tell you what, let's see what happens, and I'll get through the weekend, see what happens. And here we are. So obviously something must have happened to generate some sort of content, and it did. Um, not the content that we're used to. Um, I watched a film, and I played some computer games. Um, more about that later. So, I've been, I've been struggling with a lack of motivation. Like, like really struggling, like... I feel like there's been some kind of like motivation vampire in the house. Um, it's it's affecting a lot. My run <clears throat> gets later and later every day, which has a knock-on effect because <clears throat> I won't run. No. I won't walk the dog until I've run. Um, it's a it's a psychological thing. I can't really explain it other than that. It's I don't want to. It's kind of like I don't want to do a job until I've done. Not a job. Uh, activity. I don't know how to. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what I'd call it. How to you know. Um, Walking the dog's like a job. More so than others some days. Um, and going for a run is... I don't 
don't even know how I don't even know how to categorize it. It's not a job. But it's not I suppose it's an activity. Let's just call it that so we can move on swiftly. Um so yeah. Runs getting later and later. Dog walk gets later and later. Which reduces the amount of time I have because I've still got to fit in um, time on the treadmill and a workout, which um, I've been trying to, again, I don't know how to categorize it. I've been trying to not necessarily slow down, but that's ultimately what it boils down to. Trying to put more emphasis into it. If that makes any sense. Um, but I noticed I noticed this all starting last week. So all of last week, I was like, oh man, I really fancy taking the day off. There was days where I was like, I just want to take the day off. I don't want to have to do any fitness. I just want to... It was very much like I, I want to lie on the sofa and I want to... In an old school kind of way, eat eat junk food and watch crap TV and not have to go out the door and run and get on the treadmill and lift weights. I don't want to do any of that. I don't even want to put my shoes on. I just want to wrap up in a blanket. Now then, there's... Something that I've realised recently is that there's often a theme running through podcasts. Um, Often I'll say, oh, this thing we're talking about at the start relates to something we're going to talk about at the end, kind of thing. Um, And there's a few things in this week's podcast that where they connect to this. Um, So I was really struggling. And then I reached a point where I was like, I'm probably going to have to to address this because the end result is at some point something's going to give something's going to break something's going to i'm going to have an excuse or a reason or something to not do something and the moment that happens the wheels are going to come off the bus now then this lack of motivation isn't just around um, exercise-based things. Um, my my eating has taken a bit of a wobble, and again, kind of a weird sort of thing in the sense of. Uh, I've increased my eating at one time of the day and decreased my eating at another. What what I mean by that is my breakfast has gone like insane breakfast. And this is, it all ties together because what I'm finding is I'm going to bed hungry. 
So I'm getting up hungry and then I'm going to go and run and then I'm walking the dog and it's just getting later and later in the day, like I was saying about this motivation. So when I actually get to the point in time where I can eat, my body, my mind, every part of me is like, you best put calories in this body or we're going to be in for a bad time. Add to that, and I'm going to I'm going to be honest here, add to that what I think might be an excuse of... And the moment you stop eating, you're going to expect to be going into the gym and doing running, more running and, and, and lifting weights. You need calories to burn. And part of me thinks that I'm using that as an excuse. Now then, <coughs> like I was saying, I've increased mating in one area i also said that i decreased mating in another area so for some reason whatever the reason is whatever's going on whatever change is happening whatever whatever it is i have completely stopped eating lunch now this could be a time thing like i said you know when you're not getting started until mid-morning and you're not eating until what's probably lunch time but you're eating a meal that you would class as being breakfast there's a lot of, there's been a shift. Um, I think that, I, if I'm honest, I think there's been a bit of a body clock shift um, with not with not being at work, with being on um, paternity. I fully expected that there would be a body clock shift at some point for a variety of different reasons. And I'm surprised that I managed to get this far and it take this long. Um... So it could just be that there have been X number of changes over X number of months to result in a completely different way of doing things. But I feel like it's all come together at one point. And it, I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie, it is kicking my ass. I... I've experienced this before, but it's it's quite bad. I've experienced this thing where there's no <clears throat> there's no finish line, there's no end goal, there's no goal in sight, there is no end. Once you've committed to a certain lifestyle, once you've committed to a certain way of life, once you've committed to walking a certain path, there is no end. And there's like there's like this opposite actual effect which is you're looking for bigger and newer and harder and faster things and again i'll come on to some of those stuff and some of those things in a bit um as anybody who's been listening for certainly the last few weeks um not gonna lie gonna hold my hands up gonna be completely honest um the the book that i read recently the um the David Goggins book. I read the book. I listened to the audio version of the book, and um, I finished it, and then I've started it again. It's very much one of those that I feel. Um, I, I feel like it's something that I want to keep in my life. Um, so I started it again. Um, it's changed 
an element of thinking. Not maybe enough. Um, I was listening to I was listening to a podcast today, which was very similar to certain elements of the book about um, ways to go about things, ways to achieve things, ways to look at things, um, and <clears throat> like if you if you say I can't do something, then you've already lost. You know that sort of that sort of motivational type thing. Um, so, going back to what I was saying, I decided at some point that it was getting that bad that I needed to address why I was in this position. Why has the motivation just evaporated? Um, and here's the conclusion. Here's what I came up with. What I came up with was mm. drink for effect. I think it's the weather. Again, I'm going to talk a little bit about weather, because I'm that boring. Um, but I think there is a connection with the weather. <sighs> Say what you want, look at it however you want, take it however you want. Something's going on um, with the weather. Um, I'm pretty sure that they will report that this is the warmest November in history. I know for a fact that there was a day in in this November where it was 17 degrees. And and they already said that was the warmest day, the warmest November day on record. Um so I think we can all agree that it's been warm for the time of year. It's not warm, it's warm for the time of year. Um Part of me thinks that I was going into November still wearing shorts. You know, it's that kind of thing. Pretty much in the last week, the you know the daily temperatures have been staying around that that ten eleven degree kind of area, and then it it finally dipped, and we've we've been seeing more of like eights and sevens. It's two or three degrees, but it. Two or three degrees, but it makes a difference, and it's what I'm finding is I can't just be in the house. I can't just be in the house in my workout gear, wandering around, doing whatever, and then go and do something. What I'm finding is I'm if I'm in the house and in my workout gear, I'm having to put a jumper on, and it's hard to take a jumper off. <laughs> It's hard to take a jumper off and then go and exercise. It's like, well, why would I do that? Today, I had to spend like two or three minutes psyching myself up to take my jumper off to go and, and work out. Um, I think the food, the food stuff is also, um, you know, I when I, at times like this, I always think back to, you know, when we were cavemen, we did, you know, whatever. And I imagine that when we were cavemen, when we entered winter, like animals and especially animals that hibernate would try and like bulk up going into the winter it keeps you warm and if you're hibernating you know you need that to survive them um there is that theory that if you're if you're living in in cold you do need more you know calories energy whatever so 
I'm starting to, I've been starting to think that the weather has been affecting me in more than a couple of ways. Problem being is, there's not a huge amount you can do about it. And I suppose these are, these are the, the harder times. And I, there are times when I'm like, well, I've got to look at the sense that it's, good, it's just going to get colder. You know, at some point, it's, it's going to start icing up. Um, there was one, there's been a morning where I had to defrost the car. Um, it, it, it's, there's going to be those times where it's like, oh, you know, it's slippy out. And, you know, what's going to happen when it snows and, you know, all this sort of stuff. Um, but weirdly, the question, I suppose, is what, what do you do when, when, all the motivation has gone. All the motivation has evaporated. Um, it then I then look back at that day where I wanted to just take the day off and and just do, you know, curl up on the sofa kind of kind of thing. And and, and you know, for humans, that is very much a, a, a our way of hibernating. Um, sometimes I imagine a bear in a cave lying on a sofa in one of those like you know those blankets that you wear that's got like arms and a pocket for your remote control watching tv um so yeah it's it's been tough and a lot of what i've said is stuff that's going to come up throughout the podcast and stuff i will refer back to um but for now, let's talk about something else. Um, you, you people, you lovely, lovely people, know how much I love going to the vets, and I don't mean that. I mean how much my uh, my dog loves going to the vets. Um, I, had, I had a conversation. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday talking about like pet insurance, and I was like, my take on insurance is if the if the damage, whatever damage it is is below a certain amount you might as well just pay it because the last thing you want to do is put your insurance premiums up i don't even know if that works with pet insurance i imagine it does and part of me thinks that i maybe should have looked at claiming some money back on the insurance but i never looked at it that way so as we all know the dog needed to go to the vet a bajillion times which cost me money every time. Now, some people out there are like, uh, yeah, of course it did. That's what having a pet is. And some people are like, oh, okay. I'm kind of in the camp of, although I agree and I accept X number of those appointments and the fact that I needed to pay for them, there was at least two appointments in there that they charged me for when A, they categorically told me they weren't going to, and B, they didn't do enough to warrant the 60 quid they then charged me. But hey. So, the dog's like, hey, I haven't been to the vets this week. Uh, can we can we do something about that? So I no, because, you know, we've, we've, we've solved everything that would need you to go to the vets. So the dog then said, leave it with me, and then returned with with bad eyes. Like every situation that involves going to the vets, 
I try and ignore it as best I can until it can no longer be ignored. So initially it was like, oh, the dog's got some sleep in his eye. That is a common occurrence. No dramas. Later, it was that sleep shouldn't be that colour. And after that, it was bollocks. I'm going to have to take the dog to the freaking vet. And I just, I every time I said the dog needs to go to the vet, I just added money to it. So I, I was like, it's going to cost 50 quid minimum. I mean, you know, it's going to be at least 60 quid. By the time, <laughs> by the time I went to the vet, I said, the dog's going to cost £120 to go to the vet. That's that's how it went. So I'm moving moving money left, right, and centre. I'm robbing, you know, I'm going I'm going down the back of the sofa. I'm going through all the piggy banks. I am like, I need as much money as possible because you never know what they're going to do. Now then, as I have already explained this story to somebody else, and I had to explain it in a particular way. What I am about to say is not a sexist statement I need to get that out in front because what I'm about to say is an ageist statement so how does this work let me demonstrate we go to the vet we get to the vet we do the whole you know oh good there's another dog in the waiting room this is going to be fun that kind of thing sit down wait now you know, it was one of those situations we didn't have to wait long. And a man there's there's the there's the bit where you think where you think I'm being sexist. The man, a man, stuck his head around the door and said um, my dog's name, which I always think's weird. But then at the same time I'm like, oh, I suppose that makes sense. Uh, and in we went. And I looked at the I looked at the the man the man vet and I went oh there's a possibility that you might not charge me as much as the lady that I've been seeing because you're older now what did I mean by this okay so here's how I've broken it down it's nothing to do with whether it was a man or a woman it's to do with the age of the person so the, the lady vet that I've been seeing, she's young. And there's like an equation of like time divided by, you know, whatever. Basically, the younger the vet, the less time they've been out of university. And the less time they've had to pay off those crippling student debts student loans whatever it is the fact that they also make the, the choice to do a th do three more years than being a doctor to become a vet three more years racking up all those debts so when they so when you come in it's like hey my dog's got something wrong they go okay i need you to come in here a minimum of three times so that i can get my money's worth out of you because you're made of money you are literally a walking cash machine and i have got debts to pay an older vet an older person man or woman told you it wasn't sexist an older person 
they've had plenty of time in their vetting world to be to be vetting to be getting their the cash monies and ultimately to pay off all that debt and all all they've got is they've got the the love of being a vet and they're not going to charge you as much money now then, anyone who's listened to this podcast before knows what's coming. What I'm going to tell you is that, in actual fact, the jet, the vet charged me an astronomical amount of money and did very little. Incorrect. I'm going to say that straight away. So, the vet was like, I need to do a multitude of things. And all I could think was, shit. Every single one of those things that you're going to do, you are going to charge me for. This isn't good. So I started doing the math. I was like, it's 50 quid to walk through the door. It's going to be another tenner for you to do that. It's going to be another tenner for you to do something else. We're at 70. Then eventually you're going to tell me, hey, the guy needs some medication. And you're going to use the, oh, but it's it's a rare condition. So we need to use rare condition medication. Let's tag another 50 on. So when I was thinking it was going to cost 120 pounds, I was probably right. Shit. So, oh, I need to do this, need to do that, because if I do this and I do that, and I can't give him, I can't give him this if I haven't done that. And I'm like, you son of a gun. And he went away, and he came back, and he went away, and he came back, and oh, I need to go and check this. Oh, I need to find out about this. And I'm like, every time you walk out that door, I bet this goes up by ten pounds. So he's in and he's out, and he's backwards and forwards. Isn't it? And they're explaining what's going on. And I'm just like, oh, man, I thought this was going to be cheap. So he's like, right, take these, give it to him every day for a week. Okay. Um, So I thought I'd got out of there clean. I thought I'd got away with it. I was like, maybe, maybe some of these things I'm not getting charged for, and maybe some of the, you know, maybe the medication isn't astronomically expensive. Maybe I've got away with this. And then he dropped the bombshell, the bombshell, ladies and gentlemen, the one that we 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 didn't even see coming. It came came around the corner and smacked me square in the face. Obviously, you'll need to bring him back in a week to get him checked to make sure everything's fine. Because this is the new trick. This is the new way of doing things. Something I've noticed from literally the first time that I had to take the dog to the vet, compared to now, because... Obviously, been taking the cats to the vets for ages. So, what the vets have started doing is zeroing in on something. Your your animal has a problem. I'm a vet. I can tell you that you're a you're a, a, a lowly not a vet person. You don't know from from Adam whether I'm telling you the truth. I'm going to tell you you need to do something, but I'm also going to tell you that you need to come back because it's going to cost you £50 to walk through the door every single time. And the second £50 is free. 
not to you the customer no you're paying the 50 quid it's free to them because that's a block of time that they don't have to bother with doing anything but it's still a block of time so they're going to get paid for it it's a freebie for them so for the whole thing where i was like oh you know it's going to be cheap it's going to be cheap it's going to be cheap this guy's older and he wasn't old he wasn't you know he wasn't an old man he was just older probably my age so i was like shit maybe i can get away with it maybe i can sneak my way to the the dispensary the place you pay whatever the hell it is and i can just be like oh yeah i've had an appointment i need to pay for some medication see you guys later no no he just he just it was like he was like dive bombing it was like he was crop dusting he literally walked past and was like oh it's the medication um uh, and he needs to come back in, in a week and i was like you son of a bitch so they were like oh he needs to come back does he uh yeah it's just to, it's just to check him you know don't 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 book any appointments just you know somebody just needs to look at him you're not going to charge me to look at him are you they're absolutely going to charge me to look at him so on one hand and i said this at the time on one hand i kind of skirted the astronomical price that i thought it was going to be on the other hand they're still going to get that other 50 quid out of me because when i go back all they have to do is say oh hmm yes I'll just do that. The moment they have to do something, I learned this the hard way, the moment they have to do something, it's going to be 50 quid. So all they have to say is, I'll just do this, just to make sure that's 50 quid, that I'll be 50 quid lighter. So, going back, motivation. I really struggled every day last week. I struggled really. It was bad. It was really bad. And I struggled today. It was bad. It was really bad. The day I didn't struggle was on Saturday. Because, as we know from last week, um, Saturday, gone, I had the crazy notion to go and do a park run. This Saturday, I'm like, hey, I managed to do a park run. So why don't we do it again? So there was there were, there were a few things. One, um, I got a personal best. But that kind of sets a target. So I was a bit like, okay, I need to do better. I need to do it faster. I need to do it quicker. I'm not I'm not going, you know, I'm not going crazy speed. But I need to do it quicker. Um, so off to the park room we went. Bumped into a, a a lady. Bumped into a nice lady who was very taken with the dog. Because take the dog with me, um, and was uh, started talking to me like she knew me and I didn't know her. And then revealed that she had been there the week before, but was volunteering. And I was like, oh, it, it's the lady who um, commented on on the dog last week. That makes more sense now. Cool. 
So we walked down and chatting away and talking park run, and I was sort of giving a bit about you know my park run journey, um, which is weird, but we'll leave that there. Um, so we were early. I planned it. I want to say perfectly, but I realised an error. Turning up literally as the race started, on one hand wasn't great, on the other was just straight into it. No time to fret, no time to worry, no time to let the inner bitch take hold. Getting there early, and then we're talking like nearly 10 minutes early, you're just kind of standing waiting, and you're just looking around like, oh, this person looks, you know, serious, and oh, that person's got a parkrun 500 t-shirt parkruns are once a week that person's been doing parkrun for 10 years every week minimum um you know all that sort of stuff um but it was the only thing last week that I was actually motivated to do. I did everything. I'm not saying I didn't do it all. But it was the only thing that I was actually like, hey, let's go and do this and let's, you know, let's try. Um, I will I will add, motivation is just around starting stuff. I, I, I got two personal bests last week. Uh, that's not even true. I think I got four personal bests last week. Two outdoor runs two indoor runs and what well, you know we'll we'll go on so park run they're doing all the the shout you know shouting out people and giving you a rundown and all that sort of stuff and then three two one and you're off so away we go me and the dog we're running um and that was kind of that there, there was something that i thought about going into um and it relates to the, the to the book i've read um but it's a half-baked theory that I need to try again to see if it's actually a full-baked theory. Um, I heard something today. I don't know if it was on a podcast or on on the podcast element of the audio book, or or what, or whether it was part of the book or what. I don't know. I heard something today which tied into the parkrun that I did on Saturday, which tied into something that I've been mulling over. And I need to test this theory this coming Saturday. Shazbat, no. Oh, I don't think I'm going to be going on this Saturday. Anyway, that's not a conversation for now. So, away we go. And I started in the middle of the pack. Now, I wouldn't ever, 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 ever start a race in the middle. Now... Park run's not a race, it's it's a run. Gotta to, got to go with the brand. Um, anyway, I would never start in the middle. I don't know why, but as more and more people turned up, they sort of filed in behind me, and I went, I don't know if I necessarily want to just start walking back to the back, so if these people behind me are faster, they can just go around me. Um... Away we go. Um, as, as I said last week, I'm not a huge fan of this park run. Um, the people who are at this park run are not 
as nice as people at the other park run. I think I covered that last time. Uh, I really don't understand the the cutting you up and coming in close thing. If you're going around somebody, go around them. Don't um, don't don't try and take them down. Uh, um, and there there was a, there was a, a woman who decided to start. People were passing her, but she started decided to start crossing out onto the other side. Which made her just essentially an obstacle. It's just it's, there are some very strange mentalities. What I will say is this: a guy passed me that close that he breathed into my mouth, and you know that kind of morning breath of someone who's sick who didn't brush their teeth that morning. It was that directly into my mouth. Just, just want that to to settle in. So I know what you're asking. The big question: Did you do it any better? Yes. Another personal best from the park run. I'm not jumping up and down. I'm not dancing with joy. It was. It was. I don't know how to play it down whilst also building it up. I'll say this. It was the best part of two minutes faster, which to me is mental. I, I shouldn't be doing... I shouldn't be shaving two minutes off something like this. I don't know how I've achieved it. Other than, as I said before, four personal bests earlier in the week. Two outdoor runs, two indoor runs. And this half-baked theory that I've got going on. So, now, the question I've got is, if I shaved X amount of time off when I went and did one two weeks ago, and then I shaved some time off the, the next one, does that mean that I now have to shave time off the next one I do? And if it's two minutes, let's say, just picking a number at random, that would put me into a different time category. So, what what's that all about? Kind of thing. Um. Yeah. Don't know. Um. Coming back to a thing about the weather, and coming back to something uh, I've spoken about previously. Um. A little while ago, it was probably a few months ago, I get a feeling it was more towards the beginning of the year, which was more than a few months ago. Um, I talked at length, you know me, talking at length. Um, I was I was struggling with the wind, not wind. Um, we had some really uh, like stormy times, um, the kind of, you know, it's windy outside and, and you know, the sort the that shakes the house kind of thing. Um, and I really, I, I found after a while I was really struggling with it. It was really difficult for me to deal with. I couldn't work out why. And it was just, it just seemed relentless. And it was just like, um, I think it was a lot to do with being quite repetitive. And I just, I was having a, I was having a hard time. And it was because of the wind. So there's that. Um, 
This time round, I have been having a hard time. I've been dealing with the rain. Now then, one of those things, rain is different because it affects you in a different way. The wind was only really affecting me when I was in the house. Obviously, rain-wise, it affects you when you're out of the house. And we have had some of the most torrential rain I've ever experienced. Speaking of going to the vets, when we came out of the vets, a downpour like you have never seen before. I said to somebody else, I got caught in torrential rain, and their response was, on Thursday, it was that kind of rain. The rain that you know what day it happened. That kind. There was a point where I said to the dog, Hey, did you think that you were going to go out for a walk today and it was going to be dry? Well, guess what? The heavens have just opened up and it is absolutely tanking it down. And that's what I'm getting at. I was struggling with the rain because it was every single time I went out the door and there'd be days where it wouldn't rain between the hours of like 11 and 4 but up to 11 it was torrential rain and after 4 it was torrential rain anybody want to guess what time I'm going out of the house these days it was Every time I went to run, it was pouring with rain. I'd get back, I'd take the dog for a walk, pouring rain. I'd get back, it would stop. Come the time it's time to take the dog for a walk, yeah, absolutely chucking it down. I couldn't couldn't possibly hope to get my running shoes dry. So every single run involved getting home, taking my shoes off, taking my socks off couldn't dry like hoodies hats were constantly on the radiator my running top i'd end up using i got to the point where i started using my waterproof jacket my waterproof jacket is amazing it is waterproof however it does this thing that is ingenious all the water just runs off it it runs off the bottom so essentially what it does is it takes all the water that's hitting your top half and pours it into your bottom half. So if you're wearing a pair of jeans like I am, uh, you know, pretty much always, water is just soaking into your jeans for the entire time you're out. Well, the, you know, a bar in the rain that is already getting you wet. It was every single time I stepped out the door. My running shoes were wet. My normal trainers were wet. I I had jeans on rotation. I had workout tops on rotation. I had hoodies on rotation. I had jacket that was either drying or about to get wet. It was non-stop. And I know, I know, I get it, you know, hey guess what it rains and sometimes you're going to get wet but what i'll say is this think about every single time that you need it to not rain and it rains you get up one morning you need to be at work early and the last thing you need what you don't realize the night before but the last thing you need is for it to be raining because hey 
you drive to work so that means the roads are going to be that bit busier or you cycle to work so that means that when you get to work your clothes are going to be wet or you walk to work and you don't have an umbrella or it's windy and rainy so an umbrella is not going to help you that one day where you could just do without it but you don't realize it until it's happening it was that feeling every single time i was leaving the house once it's like ah, well you know shit happens twice yeah okay fair enough but twice is in the same day day one day two day three day four after a week of it you're like yeah i'm pretty sick of this now and everything's wet but hey <clears throat> took my uh took my middle daughter to a birthday party i've skipped something no i've skipped something because it was, that was on sunday saturday i took uh i took my children uh out for the day i was like hey let's do it let's do something let's have a treat let's go out uh, i didn't take them out for the day i took them out for the afternoon so we were uh, we put it to a vote i can't <laughs> I kind of wanted to go to the cinema. Why? Because by the time we were making the decision, I think I'd done like eight miles by that point of the day. And I was like, yeah, sit down. Sounds really good right about now. However, the the, the three older children could not agree on a film, which is a a, a, a common theme at the moment and i said on sunday i said we are going to start running into a problem because my children are starting to not be able to agree on stuff and my eldest bless her um how how's the best way to put this my eldest really likes getting her own way um and can make that happen with her younger siblings um i've told her that she needs to give up all hopes of being a space vet an astronaut vet whatever it was and uh just become a solicitor um anyway they couldn't agree on a film my eldest wanted to see a film and i was like that's all well and good darling but a the other two aren't going to want to see it. And B, it'll come on a streaming service in four weeks, it says. Even though it's at the cinema now, it's going to be free for us to stream in four weeks. Um, one of my daughters wanted to go and see another film. And I was like, it's a Disney film. I can't take you to the cinema to see a Disney film because we have Disney Plus and it'll be on Disney Plus in a matter of minutes the one i wanted them to go and see is not it wasn't even one of those for me i thought they would enjoy it and it wasn't it wasn't one that we were going to get almost immediately for free in a few weeks um my youngest was all down with this that's the one she wanted to see great but the other two couldn't between the three of them they couldn't agree so my eldest then starts with i've got a suggestion 
and fires off. How about we go bowling? Um, so I said, okay, that's a that's a fair enough, you know. What about you? What about your sisters? Is that something they want to do? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, let's go and do that. So we went, and between us, we worked out that there is no such thing as the correct amount of bowling. So we had this conversation. The conversation goes like this. Two games of bowling is too much. And I said, I know it is. My youngest daughter told me four goes before the end that she didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, I know, but you've still got four goes left. Um... She also told me that she was too thirsty to be able to bowl anymore. That is a separate story, which I'll come to in a bit. Um, so I said, I know that two games of bowling is too much, but I also know something else. One game of bowling isn't enough. Because if we came and did one game of bowling, all of you are going to say the same thing. I want to do more bowling. Because you don't realise that you don't actually want to do a full game's worth, you want to do half game's worth. So then we got into the conversation about how a game and a half is the ultimate amount of bowling, but how to achieve that with a bowling alley. And there was this thing about unlimited bowling and all of this. And we got into this conversation. So that was... It was a double-edged sword. You know, you kind of have to expect it. Um... So, I have this thing. If you come to me and you say, hey, what what's for tea? Um, and it's like, oh, I don't know, what do you want for tea? And if you then say, well, do you know something? I like the food here. And it'd be really nice if we could have tea here. My answer's probably going to be, well... I'll double check, but I think that's probably fine. If you go around the houses, I tell you something, I am starving. Yeah? Hungry, are you? I wonder what could possibly be done about that. What do you want for tea today? Um, pizza. Okay, well, that's fine, but you don't like pizza. You don't eat pizza when it's given to you and it causes problems because ultimately you've been given pizza and you don't eat it. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, I tell you what, though. There is one place. What There is only one place on the face of the earth where I actually like the pizza and would eat it. Really? Where could that possibly be it, it's here no you're joking you're kidding me the the coincidence that you told me half an hour ago that you were hungry and it just so happens that the only place that you will actually eat pizza is here the coincidence yeah i'm i'm not I'm not into this kind of thing. In fact, if there is a way to make me not want to do something, it's to go around the houses. 
Now, ultimately, at the end of the day, these are my children, and I love them. So, I was very committed to, let's go out, let's have a nice time. And, and ultimately, for want of a better way of putting it, ultimately, that involves, let's go and spend some of Daddy's money. <clears throat> so, I started looking at it. I was like, if we go home and I make pizza, it's going to be a different variety of, I don't want to eat this pizza. But if I say, look, if I'm ordering this food, you have to eat it, then it it's not on me anymore, it's on them. So, so that was that. So ultimately, I'm I'm very much uh, just 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 come at me, bro. Come at me. Um just come and you know, just come to me and say, uh, is there any chance we can have tea here? And I'd be like, let me think about it. And ultimately, that involves me sending a text message. Uh, These children want to have tea here. Thoughts. And then if the answer is, yeah, go for it, then it's it's probably going to happen, isn't it? Um, So, yes, we went and we had had some some bowling fun and we had some food. And to give them the dues, um, they ate all the pizza. There was a pint. The... (laughs) This is how things backfire. Uh, I don't eat pizza because I love pizza too much, um, and I, I had to I had to let it go. There was one piece left, and I hadn't really had anything to eat. So you put one and one together, and you make a beautiful number two. Wait, that doesn't sound right. I was like, there's one piece of pizza. These guys don't want any more pizza. There's one piece. I haven't eaten today. I could eat the one piece of pizza and it would be okay. Everything would be fine. And I said, do you want this piece of pizza? No, I don't want the pizza. Do you want the pizza? No, I don't want the pizza. And I'm like, yes, finally. Because I know for a fact that my other daughter has already said, I don't want any more food. So I said to her, do you want the last piece of pizza? And she went, yeah, I'll have it. And I was like, you, you said you, you didn't want any more food. But like a good parent, I gave it to her. And she ate it. So no no dramas. No dramas. <sighs> Took my daughter to a birthday party. Coming back to what I was saying. Took my daughter to a birthday party yesterday. Um, another one. I hear you say, yes, another one. It's okay, because I'll be doing the same again this week. That's a different story. Took my daughter to a birthday party. And <laughs> first question with any birthday party, once your children reach a certain age, is do I have to stay? Now then, I didn't even have to ask this question because party was an hour and a half there would be no point in me leaving because by the time i got home i'd be turning around and coming back so i already knew the answer the answer was there's you know you're staying so there's that so this is a birthday party that decided i've got a fantastic idea take like 30 kids and let's add paint into the mix 
come and paint a plate or a bowl or a cup or whatever. And I went, this sounds like insanity to me. Now then, they got all the kids sat down and apparently everybody had picked a plate or a bowl or a cup beforehand, which I didn't know. Um, and the, the paint was laid out for them and the pet, there was paint everywhere. Little things to dip your paintbrush in to paint with. And I'm like, this is going to be carnage. Absolute carnage. Do you know something? I've never seen anything like it. These kids went about painting their, the plates and their bowls and their cups. With some of the most some like insane amount of precision... They were producing works of art. They were producing just... I don't want to be that guy. But I am going to be. My daughter painted the cup. And I'm like, darling, that cup is amazing. Part of me was a bit like, is it too cheeky to ask if I could have it? I was like, can you say to your child, where did you learn to paint a cup? It, it was a level of, of of artistry that I I was just blown away. I'm like, that cup's really good. When she was doing it, I was like, you're doing really well there. I'm not I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to say that I expected less. I was just I, I like, wow, you're doing a good job. And then I was like, the marsh did it. I was like, you using some real precision there, darling. And the marsh did it. I was like, it looks really good. And yes, Parmi did want to ask if I could have it. Um, so that was that, and they did the painting, and there was there was no disaster. And I was like, "How?" Then, then it was time for food. Like, okay, here's where the disaster comes, because. As well as like, you know, pizza and there was like things of fruit and stuff. There was a lot of Asian food. Um, so there was um like prawn crackers, seaweed, um like there was like um I don't even know what they were. I don't even know what how to describe them, what to call them. Um you know, like those like biscuit rolls, the the ones that look like straws. There was like stuff like that, all this sort of stuff. The one thing that I was like, why, why today of all days? Because it was a Sunday, and I don't eat on a Sunday. They had bow buns, and I'm like, I really want a bow bun. Um, one of the parents was like, oh, it's a bow bun, and if, look, look what's inside. It's got like uh, the red bean paste in, it. and I'm like. Oh my god, that looks amazing. I love bow. I'm like, I really want a bow bun. Um, so they did the food. And towards the back end of the food, they did like, oh, it's time to uh, time to do the cake. Everybody sing. Everybody sang. The cake looked amazing. Definitely um, a professional job of the cake. So they did the cake, and then the food was done. And the children, you know, in between each of these things, children had, like, a very short opportunity to play. There was a load of balloons and stuff. So they, like, played again. They did um, tattoos, um, like, transfer tattoos. 
uh, and every child got a, a chance to have a tattoo or multiple tattoos in actual uh, by the time they're done with that and they'd done it and it was done and then uh, they were handing out next thing they were handing out like not party bags but what was essentially like like a pencil case that was filled with like um, sweets and things not sweets though it was like like little biscuity things and then like activity things like a little helicopter thing and then here's a piece of cake and you can go we were in and out in one hour and 15 minutes now i know what you're thinking why did you make why did you make a child leave the party early i didn't everybody just started leaving and i didn't want to be the hey the party was an hour and a half so let's stay everybody was leaving so i was like i I think we should go one of my biggest issues was that that (sighs) there was a situation with the present um that i just i hadn't done enough um towards sorting a present is what i'll say about that um and i then felt really bad because there was this was the most organized party i think i've ever been to and i came out and i was like we we didn't get a present so that's on me that one so it was sunday yesterday now i've been cheating on sundays as we know i've been cheating on a sunday the sunday rest day myth I've been cheating by going swimming. So you got to fill the rings. <laughs> um, but it's become, you know, it's become a thing. So um, so I was cheating by going swimming. Swimming is still, to me, like resting. Uses a lot of muscles. Lo- uses a lot of movement. Was filling the, filling the rings. The plan was to go swimming because I'd completely forgotten about the party. But also had not forgotten about the party you know one of those things where you plan something at the same time that you know something else is happening but you've done it in your head like it's two completely separate things i've done that silly man now then this meant no swimming and immediately i knew that was going to be a problem that was going to be a big problem. But fingers crossed, we could we could say. So I had a really long dog walk, then the party, then um, family yoga time, keeping up with the yoga. Um, it's good. Some things, touch wood, something I feel like I might be getting a little bit better at. Other things, not so much. Uh, we did family yoga. Then... Uh, for for one reason or another, there was this thing about um, trying to start to do Christmas activities. So the the they all watched the Christmas movie. Um, I refer back to the statement about how my eldest daughter loves to convince her um, her siblings to do what she wants to do. Um, so yes, no surprises. They ended up watching what my eldest wanted to watch. Um, but then I was like, yeah, it does mean when you next sit down to watch a movie, you have to watch what they want to watch. So, yeah, you know. Um, come end of the day, 
I look at the watch and the watch has got bad news for me and the bad news is 500 calories now then it's still a rest day so I am in the camp of I'm not running but what I'm prepared to do is this I'm prepared to put a film on the TV get on the treadmill and walk 500 calories now I will admit didn't think it was going to take as long as it did it took the best part of an hour now I should have known this because I've been in this situation before and I had to do an hour on the treadmill but it took me an hour to do 500 calories I did I completed the day I achieved the day I I, um, I ruled the day but it's it's such a monumental kick in the balls when you get to the end of a Sunday when you should be, you know, sitting down and relaxing to be told, hey, get yourself 500 calories before you do that. It's it's annoying because I don't know I don't know what to do about it. Like I say, the swimming's been working real nice. Because I get I get the, those those calories the the move calories. However, if I don't go swimming, I am fuck. Um, last thing. Do you remember I said that when I was talking about the motivation? I was saying that one of the things that has been affected quite badly is that my eating's changed again. Um, last week I considered that um, certainly at the start of the week moving through to the middle of the week I was going a little bit off the rails as far as eating was concerned when I looked at it further into the week I was like well it probably evens out because I've cut out a meal so it's kind of the equivalent of eating it's like doing brunch and just doing a big brunch so that was how I kind of tried to resign myself moving towards the back end of the week um, Saturday is always a weird one like I said when we went on Saturday, when we went out on Saturday I hadn't really eaten but then I've got a cheat meal coming in the evening so you know swings and roundabouts Sunday I don't eat all day and then I have my tea so Monday morning weigh-in went a little something like this I was hopeful, if I'm honest. I had a weird feeling. I had everything crossed that when I stepped on the scales. Weirdly, I wanted I wanted over two pounds, which is not realistic for me anymore. Um, but that's what I was going for. I wanted uh, I wanted over two pounds, uh, and I wanted to drop into a different weight category and what I mean by that is dropping into a different stone that's what I wanted that's what I was really hoping for I had everything crossed and I was just willing it to happen I just really wanted it to happen then there was the part of me that decided to remind myself how bad the week had gone 
certainly earlier in the week. And I was like, no, 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 I think I think we're going to be good. I think we're going to be all right. Then there was a part of me that decided to go, yeah, but do you remember going and doing an hour on the treadmill on a Sunday night is really bad as far as weight loss because I think it does that whole, like, it just pumps the muscles up um, the night before a weigh-in. Stepped on the scales this morning. Started doing this thing where I weigh myself twice. I weigh myself, then I get off the scales, move the scales to a different position and weigh myself again to see if I get the same result. To start with, I was pleasantly happy. To finish with, I was even happier. So, just short of three pounds lost. Which as I mentioned, puts me into a different weight category. And by that, I do mean into a different stone. Now then, as the last few years have been, it's been my intention in the month of December to try and lose a big chunk of weight before the biggest meal of the year. And secretly, part of me has been having that idea that I'm going to try and do that this year. Another part of me has worked on the principle that I can't lose weight the way I have done previously. However, dropping the weight that I've dropped in the last week has, again, put me into the lowest weight I've weighed in something like three years. The other thing is, remember when I was saying that I was fat? Um, this new weight puts me into a position of I am one and a half stone away from where I was when I considered myself to be at my fittest um, running I, I was doing I was running a 5k a day, I was walking a 5k a day, I was doing other exercises, I started hitting the gym. I was at the fittest I'd ever been. Um, a stone and a half is a lot, but not in comparison to other weights. Like, you know, I don't know, 12 stone maybe. So, I kind of feel like I can see that weight coming over the hill. What that means is that potentially now is the best time to knuckle down and try and get a big chunk of weight off in the month of December. So we'll see how that one goes. That's the week. Um, like, like I said, I think, I think up till Friday I had two things on a list. That was two things of everything. One of them was like the lack of motivation. The other was the... Um, the TV show that I'd watched, um, an hour and ten later. So, uh, Saturday evening, myself and my daughter sat down to watch a movie. It's not a film I'm going to go into, other than to say, a weird thing happened. What I wanted from watching this film with my daughter was to see it in a different light. Uh, the film in question was Aquaman. Um... Aquaman was a film that I really tried to like a lot a few times. And I always had the same thing. I'd get so far into it and then my brain would just switch off. And I couldn't tell you what happened in the end of that film if you gave me a million pounds. 
So I was like, <clears throat> my daughter's really into like the the DC stuff, the superhero stuff. Um, so I was like, maybe watching it with her will will give me sort of kind of like a like I say, make me see it from a different perspective. Uh, the good news is it kind of did. Uh, watching it with her, I was like, oh, you know, like there are elements of that film that are super slick. Um, there are also elements that are really difficult to watch. Obviously, it's got Amber Turd in, which um, is just stomach churning to have to be a part of watching. Um, I'd kind of put off the whole Aquaman thing because of that whole... I didn't want to have to essentially give that aspect of it the time of day. But anyway, we sat down and we watched Aquaman. I then told her that we'd watched the DC films in the wrong order and we should have watched Justice League. But hey, I watched a film and it was a new film. So it's one I can actually talk about. A while ago, I saw a trailer for a film and I thought it was a spoof. I thought it was a joke. I thought somebody was doing a wind up. I was like, that's not a real film. Then I saw another trailer. I was like, "Is this real? Is this a real? <laughs> is this a real thing? What? I don't understand." And then I saw another trailer, and I went, "I kind of want to see that film." The film in question is Bullet Train. I saw a trailer for Bullet Train ages ago, and I thought it was a joke. I did. I couldn't work out why, but it, the the concept was so ridiculous. I was like, "What?" Then I saw another trailer. And I was like, "Is this a is this a wind up?" And then I saw like like what was like more of a proper trailer, a bit more a bit more storytelling. I was like, "Okay, so it's real, and it looks kind of good." And then the more I saw about, it, I was like, "I think I need to see this film." Um, I'd seen something that we've had Black Friday, Cyber Monday, give us money, whatever. Uh, and I saw a thing that was saying that you could get certain films for cheap uh, digitally. I do like a digital movie. It takes less space. So, I had a look. Wouldn't you know it? Bullet Train's there for like nine quid digital. The The same day, I got a, a message from uh, a lifelong friend who was like, hey, I watched an amazing film last night. I was like, okay, what was it? And they were like, bullet train like do you know what i'm gonna watch that tonight i ended up not watching it saturday night i ended up watching it last night i put the first hour of it on while i was on the treadmill um just man great film great film i will say this very very quickly couple of things in it are a bit like come on but the rest of it makes up for it. Great film. Well written. Super slick. Some of the characters are fantastic. The character of Tangerine is brilliant. And although the character of Lemon starts out annoying, becomes brilliant by the end. Um, I can't ruin anything about certain aspects, but uh, one part of the film has to have been set up years ago which I was just like oh well done um 
Brad Pitt is great in it. He's very good. The, the, it's just... The thing I like the most these days is when something is super slick. And I experienced it watching the, the first third of Aquaman. I was like, this this film really well put together at the start. Um, Bullet Train is like that all the way through. There are just... It's just that action comedy that works. And the story is just twists and turns and ups and downs. There was a point where I was like, I've worked it out. I know exactly what's going on here. Because they had uh, um, uh, an actress playing a, a, a small role. I was like, you don't have an actress that's known playing a small role. No, no, no. And then I got to the end and went... Oh, it was completely different to what I thought. I had worked out. I worked some of it out. I hadn't worked it. There's so many twists and turns. But that's the whole point to it. Very, very good film. I am very much in the camp of I can't wait to watch it again. I'm glad I bought it um, rather than renting it because then I can just put it on again. Nearly put it on today when I got on the treadmill. Um very very enjoyable film uh tv show wise <laughs> here we go this will, this is one you'll like uh, i watched uh episode six and episode seven of the old man and i was like oh oh this is getting good oh it's really good oh it's been good uh there's one episode left because i know for a fact that uh in series one there's eight episodes and I believe that they were already talking about second series. I was kind of wondering if things were going to get wrapped up. And um, and it didn't. For one of a better way of putting it. It didn't get wrapped up. And I was like, oh man. Okay. They've got a lot to do in the last episode. So let's get it, let's get it on. Where's the last episode? It's like, what? what? Why are there only seven episodes out? I, st- I must have started watching this like with enough time after it started that all the episodes should be out by now. What what's going on? So I was like, I'll just do a quick Google and I'll just you know, when's the next episode of uh, the old man out? When is it? To then be informed, there isn't another episode. The series, series one. Is only seven episodes. And I was like. You. Flipping what mate. We're not even. We're not even in cliffhanger territory here. We are talking. <sighs> Imagine watching any series you've ever watched. Getting halfway through. And then being like. Right there you go. That's the end of the series. It, it it's one of the most baffling things. If it was a situation where they'd already filmed and were set to release series two almost immediately, I could understand it. That is the only way I'm going to be able to understand it. It was bonkers. It's like when you watch something that, that ends before getting a final series. When I was saying about like 
my name is Earl, and that ended. It didn't get any more. I was like, this is this is insane. Um, so if you haven't watched The Old Man yet, this is not necessarily a spoiler, it's just like a fact. The series ends really, really abruptly. Just be aware of that aspect. That's all I'm going to say. Computer games wise, <coughs> I finished God of War. I finished God of War Ragnarok. And you know something? I've written nothing down about this. I don't know how I feel. The biggest issue for me is that there's no new game plus. And then I remembered that 2018 God of War didn't have a new game plus to start with. They want you to play the game and absorb like every aspect of it before they give you the new game plus. And I'm very much a guy who likes to play new game plus straight away. I don't know how I feel about the end. I don't know how I feel about the game. I haven't written anything down because... I felt a bit I felt a bit deflated by the time I finished it. It certainly wasn't the game I wanted. It wasn't the game I expected. That's not necessarily a bad thing as I played through it. It it got better. I'm sure it will win a lot of awards. I saw a thing today that said it's the fastest selling PlayStation exclusive in history. Shocking, that one. I just... I'm reminded of a quote. It's not necessarily a quote. I heard a podcast at one point by somebody... Uh, Kevin Smith had been talking to J.J. Abrams and said that one of the Star Wars movies he was making was going to make a billion dollars. And his and JJ Abrams' response was, "This will make a billion dollars, no matter what." And it's that, it's that, whether it's good, bad, or not, it's still going to make a shit ton of money. But does that make it good? If it's not good, do you, do you know what I mean? Um, I kind of want. <laughs> kind of want to leave it there because i don't want to i don't want to go i don't want to go one way or the, or the other with it because i want to play it again i know for a fact there are aspects of that game that are gonna annoy the hell out of me playing it a second time and anything after that um i did a little bit of black friday shopping in the sense that I bought some PlayStation credit cheap and used that PlayStation credit to buy games that were cheap. Games that have been in my basket for years. I bought um, the Ezio collection, the Assassin's Creed Ezio collection, and I bought the Arkham collection. The Ezio collection is Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and Revelations, I think it is. Um, ultimately, because I really wanted to play Brotherhood, so I was like, I need to play Assassin's Creed 2 first, so that I can then play Brotherhood. I'm not going to lie, I'm regretting my decision. Part of me just wants to skip 2. 
There are so many things about computer games that have been left behind. Um, because they don't work. There is a lot of the Assassin's Creed franchise that's been left behind because it doesn't work. Some of the traversal stuff is just painful. And they go and do this bullshit mission before you can do anything else aspect is also annoying. Uh, I started Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum being the, the game that set it all in motion. Um... An issue with anything like that is no matter how much a game's remastered and polished and tweaked and twerked and whatever, it's going to be a game from the 360 era. I think when I looked them up, they were like 2009, both Assassin's Creed and Arkham Asylum. No matter how much you do to these games, they're going to feel like games from that era. So it's kind of difficult um, I've been playing Arkham Knight separately, so I actually stopped playing Arkham Knight and worked on the principle that I'll play through the other two and then go back to Arkham Knight. And then part of me, <laughs> part of me wants to go back and finish Arkham Knight anyway. Um, I've also been playing Ghost Recon Wildlands because that is my comfort food of gaming. Um, I play it because I like it. And because it makes me happy at times that I don't necessarily feel happy. It reminds me of a better time. And so on and so forth. <sighs> me and computer games are not getting on. At all. At the moment. I need a specific thing from a game. And games don't... Not all games have got it. And not all games give me what I need. And it... It causes me problems when I'm trying to play games. And I've said this before, and I've said this in the past, but it, at times like this, it does make me wonder whether it's time to hang up the controller. Um, I was going to get Gotham Knights for something to play, but I'm aware that there is a Christmas present issue involved in that. So... And also, I've heard nothing but terrible, terrible reviews for it. So, there's that aspect. Anyway, having had nothing to talk about this week, that's nearly an hour and a half. So, I'm going to let you go. Because I'm sure you're tired of listening to me. Cheers for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. So, there we go. And as I like to say recently, a bumper edition of the podcast. When will it ever stop? One of these days I'm going to do like a 10 minute podcast where I'm like, nothing happened this week. What have you been up to? Anyway, before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop. Go to the website, thecookiecast.com. There you can check out social media links, email button. Email me and tell me how much you uh, actually listen to. Try that. Anyway, who knows? Uh, that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. This is a cookie cast production.